0: Still want you. Hello and welcome to Doppelgangers. I'm Grace. I'm Stephanie. And we are two twins. Well, we're one set of twins. And <laughs> we love trashy teen television. Stupider the better, baby. Exactly. We watched Pretty Little Liars and we never gave up on it. And I literally, I finished Pretty Little Liars and then immediately rewatched it after. Like I finished the finale, that insane Alex Drake moment. and Spoilers back if you and- <laughs> haven't watched Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I do not think her accent was as bad as the critics needed to pile on her for, but that's just me. Stephanie loves Pretty Little Liars. I love Gossip Girl. In pursuit of another trashy teen drama, I watched Vampire Diaries during quarantine, something I'd never seen before because Vampire Diaries, for those of you who are unfamiliar, <laughs> came out in 2009, which was kind of right after like Twilight hit its peak when it was famous. And Stephanie and I were both very into Twilight when it came out. Read all the books. We went to a midnight premiere where we had custom t-shirts made. On the front, they said Team Edward. And on the back, they said Bite Me, which I stand by. That is funny. I wish I still had that. And I will also say like when Twilight was going and when vampires were really like the shit, which was like 2007, 2008, I was also very much so deep into a substantial emo phase. Goth shit. And what's more goth and emo than a vampire? Nothing. So I didn't go into Vampire Diaries blind. And I'm like the type of person when I watch a show, I spoil it for myself along the way the whole time. Every time a new character was introduced, I looked up how many episodes they were going to be in. Um, so I've encouraged Stephanie not to do that. And I don't like to anyway. I do not like to spoil anything. I've gathered information along the way. Like as someone who watches a lot of teen dramas, I know like some general info about Vampire Diaries because it was a big show. It was show. a moment. Let's segue right into that. Okay, if any of you listeners have not watched Vampire Diaries and you don't want to be spoiled, tread very lightly given that this is a show from 2009. Some spoilers are going to come up. That all being said, Stephanie, walk us through what you know is you're getting from the Vampire Diaries. The big spoiler, I know Stefan dies at the end. Stefan, but we'll get there. I also, I do know his name is Stefan, but I called him Stefan. I fully thought his name was Stefan. It is spelled Uh, like Stefan in your defense. Well, I, I did know the show ends when Stefan dies because like it's his diary being this like overarching narration. Oh, I didn't know you knew that. I did know that. Well, I saw someone like, oh my God, I figured this out. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. No wonder it has diaries in the titles. I mean, he says in the pilot that this is his diary, his story. There's 171 episodes. And when he dies, he's 171 years old. And fun fact, at the end, Paul Wesley asked the creators to kill Stefan. Huh. Anything else you know? I will say, I mean, obviously I now know that doppelgangers are a thing since Grace pitched the title for this podcast. I know that there is more than one type of mythical creature. Like I know it's not just only vampires. Do you know what kind of creatures we're going to see along the way? Any guesses? I know there's a witch. Um, Okay. I think it would be hard to avoid werewolves, but I don't know for sure if they're in there. Those are the only ones I know for sure. Great. Um, I know people die and come back because it's supernatural. That's just simple math. <laughs> what do I think math is? Um, yeah, it's simple. Yeah, <laughs> it's simple math. <laughs> um, I know Warner Huntington III is in it for a period. I'm not sure I know much else. That's great. I love that you don't know much else because it's quite a journey. Oh, to go I on do know-, you don't know what's going on. I do know Nina Dobrev is not there for the whole series. I know okay. she at some point goes into a slumber of sorts. That, But that's, I literally have no clue when. That's awesome that you don't know what when. The, context I, I know is. at least, I know she's not in the whole last season, but I don't know about like before then or when that happens or anything else. Interesting. I also know about the show and I found this out in a very like circumvented way. So there was like a TikTok with the song Hold on, I still want you. You know that that hit? Oh, I know um, it. <laughs> and I was trying to find this TikTok, but it was a Donald Trump TikTok. So I didn't want to search it on TikTok because I didn't want the algorithm to then put me on Trump Talk. So I was Googling it to try to find this video to show someone, but I typed in, hold on, I still want you. And it autofilled as the Vampire Diaries. So I know that song plays some sort of role in the show. Like there were full YouTube edits of it. Um, But I could not tell you what sort of role it plays in the show. We'll just have to wait and see. So everyone be on the lookout for that song. I pull you in to feel your heartbeat. Can you hear me screaming? Please don't leave me. Hold on. I still want you. Come back. I still need you. So moving on to our next segment, this is going to be a recurring segment because there's a million familiar guesters in here, especially if you're a fan of teen TV, you'll recognize many of these people were also on other popular teen TV shows at the time. So of course, they're going to take this job. Um, So this segment is called Where Do You Know This Actor From? So since it's the beginning pilot, we're going to talk just in broad strokes. Stephanie, do you know any of these actors from anything that is not Vampire Diaries I have tried all. so hard to think about it. I Doesn't Cat Graham like host some things at some point? You're thinking of Kat Dealey. Okay, well, then, <laughs> then I know none of them. I mean, I know Nina Dobrev as like a beautiful girl who is now currently dating Sean White. As an avid reader of the Daily Mail Snapchat story, I do know her. I mean, I think we all know who Nina Dobrev is. I mean, especially compared to the rest of this cast, it's interesting to me because this show ran eight seasons and- most of these actors you haven't really seen in anything big since, or I haven't. When I first started watching Vampire Diaries, I thought the characters who played Stefan and Damon were brothers. I thought they were both, <laughs> a, they were each a Summerhalder. So I was like, oh, it's Ian Summerhalder and the other Summerhalder. And when I first started watching, I was like, man, it must be so much fun for them to like get to play brothers and spend so much time together. So I Googled, are the Summerhalder brothers friends? And Google said, that is Ian Somerhalder and Paul Wesley. They are not brothers, but they are friends. Ian Somerhalder, I think, was on Lost. I've never watched Lost, and honestly, at this point, I'm not going to. Kat Graham was just in a Netflix original Christmas movie called Operation Christmas Drop. I did that not watch is, it. I literally saw that. I knew she was in something, and I couldn't connect it. But then I was like, no, that's Christina Milan Nope. But Christina Milan wasn't a separate movie, now that I'm thinking about it. Falling in Love, yes. That. Oh, gosh, you really know. But yeah, so you're walking in pretty blind. Yeah, I know. Next to nothing. I'm excited that we're going in blind. Let's dive right in to the pilot. So this is season one, episode one. So here's the synopsis of the pilot episode that's on Wikipedia. Four months after the tragic car accident that killed their parents, Elena Gilbert and her brother, Jeremy, are still trying to move on with their lives. As the school year begins, Elena is fascinated by a mysterious new student, Stefan Salvatore. The two are immediately drawn to one another, not knowing that Stefan is a centuries-old vampire. When Stefan's brother Damon arrives in Mystic Falls, an old rivalry between the two begins. That could be the ruin of Elena and the town comes to light. That last line doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's grammatically incorrect. I just copied and pasted, I promise. I will say, did not know her last name was Gilbert. I feel like that is so rude and doesn't make any sense. Like, imagine being a hot girl whose last name is Gilbert. Well, yeah. You know, I think it's crazy to think that you live in a town called Mystic, Spall, Mystic Falls. Mystic Falls? <laughs> I think it's crazy to live in a town called Mystic Falls and not somehow think that, like, mythical creatures live there.
1: I, That's a well. crazy
0: name for a town. I agree. Why would they name it that? But also, we'll get there because you may or may not know this, but Founder's Day is a big part of life in Mystic Falls. We deal with Founder's Day celebrations quite a bit, and we will be dealing with them particularly a lot in season one. I love that trope of teen dramas. Things like the Scream TV show had their like Lakeview Days, heard of Dixie at a Founder's Day. It's a classic. As in any teen drama, you need to bring all the characters together, and the easiest way to do that is some kind of event. So on like the O.C. or Gossip Girl, it's high society. So you can bring them together at like whatever, a charity event. Who cares? But on the Vampire Diaries, you have to bring them together at like a small town function. The way Gilmore Girls would. Or Pretty Little Liars, you just throw it all out the window and bring them together on a ghost train. Exactly. You just say, (laughs) you know what? You say, we need an event. And I don't think y'all really care what it is. So here y'all go. Yeah. Someone said, can we do homecoming? And we've already had three homecomings this season. (laughs) They said, but I got these. uh, uh, Ice ball. Uh, a wedding it's dress a fashion show. Anyway, so we open the pilot with, with a with ton of fog, <laughs> ton of fog, really shady. And someone basically saying like, you know, this is my, I'm a vampire. This is my story. We later find out it's Stefan. Um, we might not know this when we first see it. But so Stefan comes in. He's like, I'm a vampire. This is my story. And I'll say this. I know his name is Stefan. I know that's how you pronounce it. It's going to be really hard for me to not call him Stefan. It's going to go back and forth. I think you all can do the math of which who I'm talking about. So are you drawn in by this opening, this cold open, the fog? I mean, a foggy wooded area, like, well, and the fact that he says I'm a vampire, like, they say right away, like, this is a vampire show. And I love a things happen in the woods kind of teen drama thing. Totally, I am sure there will be fancy outfits in the woods at some point in this, which is, another favorite moment of mine. So I, I am excited. I, I think it's pretty fun how they keep uh, Stefan really cloaked in mystery for a while, because I will say I was not ready for how hot he looked when we finally saw his face. And they really I didn't think he it. was that hot. And, and I mean, he turns I was around like, and he looks like a chiseled statue. And I was like, Oh, damn, I know what he looks like. And I still was like, shook. So I kind of, it helped a lot for me to get in the mindset of like, Everyone's obsessed with this dude. We meet Stefan, and immediately we see this couple in a car driving home from a concert. Uh, the man makes an astute observation that we already have one James Blunt, we don't need another one, so which immediately is a, I'm, a very correct point. I immediately I think I'm on he his side. The on the head. And then, unfortunately, he hits a man in the middle of the street, which is not fully his fault. Uh, it's very foggy, and this and man the, is and he was just standing in the, in the middle of the, of the street. street. But you know, you gotta go check on him. You're not a, an asshole. Yeah. And of course he gets killed and then his girlfriend goes to check on him. Then he and then him killed. on the fucking car to scare yeah. the girlfriend. That's, and Iconic. that's a question I have that I don't think is a really answered always. Um, but does the blood taste better if they're scared? Because if not, it's just mean to scare the girlfriend. Like you already killed her boyfriend. Like, Well, I think there's got to be a little bit of fun in it, you know, in the I guess, hunt. I mean, serial killers do that too, like sadist energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about this as it goes on. But like basically what choices do vampires make when they make the choices they do? But we'll get there. So then we meet, first and foremost, Elena Gilbert, the star of our show. She's writing in a diary about basically her parents being dead. And she is beautiful. Just beautiful. Huge hoops queen. And so we meet kind of the whole Gilbert family here. We meet Elena first because she's our protagonist. And she goes downstairs and she sees her brother, Jeremy, and her aunt, Jenna. Uh, First impressions on Jenna and Jeremy. Well, Jeremy, there is... Just no way he does not leave this show without becoming a vampire. Look at his pale ass face, his voluminous hair. That is a vampire look if I've ever seen one. And I know we find out later he's like on a good chunk of drugs. But I mean, he's going to be a vampire. There's You're convinced no he's going to turn into a vampire. There, I would bet a large amount of money that he will. And I'm not going to say how much money because I don't want to held, be held to it if I'm wrong. <laughs> and Jenna is a grad student. She's young. She's just learning to take care of the kids. Yeah, my first thought with Jenna, I was like, this girl looks young young but then she said she had a meeting with her thesis advisor and i was like oh me too queen i wish they would give her outfits that didn't make her look so much like a mom like i think they're not really sure what to do with her they gave her some pale cardigans which i do you know i mean this is like such a stupid question what is she a grad student in out of curiosity I think history of some kind. I would say I'm 95% sure it's history. History would be handy too if she lives in this town that has these like centuries old vampire mystery because I'm I'm sure she'll spit some facts that might be useful down mm-hmm. the line if so. I think that's a great observation. So now we get into, Elena's going to school. She's in the car with Bonnie. We meet Bonnie for the first time and they're talking about how it's been a hard summer. Then they hit a crow with their car. And that made me jump. This was the first appearance of many of crows in pivotal moments in this episode. I will say the crow thing doesn't last forever. <laughs> it's very heavy in this first episode, and it's a supernatural show. There's a lot of rules. You want to throw out the wall and see what sticks. After a while, it's clear they're like the crow thing's a little much, <laughs> <laughs> but they really are heavy on the crows. And you know, I think it's an astute choice because crows are terrifying to me, and it I don't smart for birds. They know too much. If more than one crow is near me, they know something I don't know and I need to be away from it. Bonnie came in really hot as being an early favorite of mine, thinking that she's psychic because she, quote, predicted Heath Ledger and predicted Obama. I assume this is predicting Heath Ledger's death and predicting Obama becoming president. A good start as a psychic. And I I just love her. I see her being my top favorite through the show. I can't wait to see how that opinion takes shape. (laughs) See, See me proven wrong. Is- I, I'm not, I don't want to say anything. I want to keep it vague for you. I like that. Thank you. So we're at school. Bonnie and Elena are at the locker, and their friend Caroline comes up. They are a classic trio of 2009 girlfriends that is a brunette, a blonde, and a student of color. I, and I think we see that variation a lot. Riverdale. Well, or, you know, the <laughs> OC, we've got Marissa and Summer, blonde and brunette. Gossip girl, we've got Serena and Blair, blonde and brunette. So the girls are talking at the locker, and. Our good friend Matt is staring them down. Matt is Elena's ex-boyfriend and he's clearly suffering. And I would suffer too if my ex-girlfriend started dating someone just leaps and bounds ahead of me attractiveness wise but he's suffering before Stefan even enters and bonnie and caroline seem to be team matt at first like they're like oh poor matt go talk to him i feel like bonnie is not so much team matt i feel like she's like just like get this over with Mm -hmm. like i think bonnie was probably team matt until she saw stefan and then was like "Mm, well it's kind of clear that the breakup i think elena kind of maybe thought it was a temporary breakup at first and then she's like oh wait never mind which has to be heard Matt's suffering. They're all very sad for him. And then they stop caring real quick once a mysterious Stefan walks by. And they they only see his back. And they say, that is a sexy back. It is decidedly not. Well, it's 2009. So he's wearing jeans with a pattern on the pocket. And he's I got mean, kind of a flat ass. It's 2009. Asses weren't valued then. In high school, I will say a hoodie with a leather jacket would have been enough That's to the get my, to my motor heart. going. And so fair enough for them. So we cut away and we meet. Vicky and Tyler, who are kind of like tough and Jeremy is giving Vicky some drugs and Tyler's fighting with Jeremy. And no one is happy in that little little triangle. So Jeremy leaves this confrontation pretty upset because Tyler wants to beat him up. And so Elena chases Jeremy into the men's room and he takes out some weed and she lets him have it. Well, I think he puts eye drops in. Oh, and she's like, are you stoned on and the first like, day of school? And he's, he's like, like, no, frickin duh." <laughs> like, it's like, why else are you putting eye drops in at 930 in the morning? Yeah. And he tells her she needs to chill herself, which is tea. So they get in an argument. She storms out of the bathroom and then she runs into Stefan, classic, and we see his face for the first time. Ooh, la, la. And those big old eyebrows, I tell you that, ooh, that hit hard. And I I was not expecting it to. I was actually expecting to be very much let down and which only increased the the excitement of that. So they don't talk very long, uh, but there's definitely, you know, an immediate attraction, which of course carries over into their history class. And Matt and Bonnie can't help but notice the palpable sexual tension. And Matt is like, what? the fuck. I mean, Matt's pissed off because he probably <laughs> before Stefan showed up was like the hottest boy at Mystic Falls High and now or the he most is... hottest, most eligible bachelor. Because... And now he is a distant second. Like it isn't distant. even really close. Yeah. And it's also funny because he's clearly staring at Elena being all heartbroken like, oh, Elena. And she's just staring right at Stefan. So then after school, Elena goes to visit her parents grave in the cemetery and kind of diary about how her day went, which is kind of not well because everyone's like, it's been three months. Get over your parents death. <laughs> Which is classic. So she's writing in the cemetery and you had a prediction that perhaps the parents will come back to life. They spent a lot of time zooming in on their names. They were long names. I could not tell you what they are now, but they felt like they put a lot of work into naming these parents. Uh And I feel like if you're gonna just leave them dead, uh, just call him Dave or something, you know? Fair. <laughs> that's just me. I get your point. Yeah, their names are Grayson Gilbert and Miranda yeah. Summers Gilbert. Grayson is a crazy name to give to someone who you expect to be dead the whole show. But that's it, me. I now I hear you. I hear you. I do. <laughs> then we see yet another crow and Elena is like <laughs> creepy. And then the fog comes in and Elena is freaking out. Which I'm sorry, if it's that much fog at like max 3.30 p.m., Something is up. And I'm already in a cemetery. I'm out. So Elena actually makes a pretty smart decision here, which is great for a young girl just being thrust into the supernatural world. And she gets up and starts to walk away. And she sees a (laughs) shadowy figure behind an angel statue. So she runs. And then she trips. And who do we see? None other than our dear friend Stefan. And she, of course, thinks he was following her. But he's like, no, I saw you fall. Yeah. Yeah expertly covered (laughs) very very smooth move by Stefan so they have a little bit of flirting this is actually the first time they introduced themselves to each other they've been making eyes at each other all day but they didn't actually know each other's names Elena notices his ring which is super gaudy and she compliments it like it's not yeah she compliments it like it's not a giant hunk of ring which like if I were watching this in my emo phase and I saw a guy at school in a leather jacket with a hoodie and a big ass gothic ring I'd be so down it's crazy you could not stop me. Just as we start to fall for Stefan, and as Elena starts to fall for Stefan, he says, "Oh, did you get hurt?" Which we, as the audience, know. He, he smells that blood, baby. <laughs> he <laughs> smells lunch. So she's like, "Oh my god, that's crazy. I am bleeding." And we see. His eyes get dark. She turns around. He's gone, which I'm sorry. You just said you weren't following her. Then you disappeared that quick. Uh, That does not bode well for that little lie, buddy. Yeah. And I mean, he knows he fucked up because he goes home and immediately writes in his diary. Well, I kind of fucked, fucked up, up. today. <laughs> this wasn't a great day. And he took her diary. So we cut to the grill, um, a classic teen drama hangout spot. And it's fantastic so- because it looks like a burr, even though they're clearly drinking like Shirley Temples, because then you get the like, oh, it's Kale. I'm with a vodka cran energy without like actively making teens drink all the time. Yeah, You need teens to have a hangout spot. Yeah, this is a good, simple one. They said it's just a grill. You can get drinks. You can play pool. Everyone's there. Like the peach pit before it. Here we have the Mystic Grill. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Matt and Tyler are having dinner together. They're friends. And Vicky's serving them dinner. She works at the grill. Tyler denies hooking up with Vicky because uh, she's Matt's sister, which this is the first time we learned this. Vicky and Matt are siblings. I love when it's like obvious exposition like that. It's like, yeah, don't tell me you're hooking up with my sister. And then who oh, yeah. is the... The watcher can be like, okay. So Okay, Vicky's that's his sister. sister. <laughs> you can do the math here. Yeah, it, there's it a lot really of really explains it for my dumb little pea brain. Yeah, we have <laughs> to learn these relationships by being told because there's so many characters in the beginning. Of course, Jeremy's also at the grill, and he is just Stewing. So he goes up and confronts Vicky. he's like, how dare you be so mean to me? blah 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 And she's like, okay, you're my drug dealer. Relax and then he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, then why we hook up? But she is like, I do not want you to ruin things with Tyler, who is, I think very cute, very cute. but you can tell he's got um, a dark side early on. I think it becomes clear pretty quickly that uh he's not really a cat. Well, it becomes clear that if it's gonna be this love triangle between the three of them, Jeremy's the nice guy choice. Yeah. Despite looking like a vampire. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, we've got Caroline and Bonnie walking through. Caroline's giving us the full rundown on Stefan of what she's heard. He's a Gemini. He likes the color blue. He lives in the old Salvatore boarding house. And Caroline also subtly lets it drop that she is into him and she is planning a June wedding. <laughs> I mean, Elena wasn't here to hear this, obviously, but Caroline did put her dibs out there. She said, Look, Bonnie, I know you liked his back earlier, but uh yeah. Hey, Bonnie, I know you really loved the back of him, but I called dibs on the front, mama. <laughs> and so then we cut to the Gilbert house and Elena talking to Jenna. Elena's like, I'm going to the grill. As soon as she's about, the do- about to go out the door, Stefan is just standing on the porch and he's like, oh, uh, I was about to knock. Like, uh, sure you were, buddy. Elena is pretty smart for someone thrust into this. She said, how did you know where I lived? Which was my first thought. and But it is a small town. Um, yeah, and Stefan Steph- masterfully deflects. He says, oh, I asked the first person I saw on the street, which I don't really think is better than saying you, like, well, found it's like, out from someone else. Like, how did, did you ask? get to this street? You like, know? Yeah. Who did you ask that, like, happened to know where I live? And it's, she's like, oh, he's cute and, and we're meant to be. She asks, but she doesn't really care. She's going to yeah. let him in. So he returns for journal, but he didn't read it. <laughs> he said, I um, didn't read it. And I said, mm, I'm not so sure. Well, it's like she didn't even <laughs> ask if you read it. I guess it's implied. She's like, you don't have to stand out there, but he can't come in. He telegraphs that with his acting, but masterfully, we with our encyclopedic knowledge of vampires know that Anne Rice and other authors before her have said that vampires have to be invited in. And Elena decidedly does not invite Stefan in, so on the porch she stands. And this is not something that has come up a lot in like my vampire, my personal vampire lore. And I literally did not know that. Yeah, this it's not a rule that we see in Twilight. Obviously, all of these modern... Adaptations of vampire things. They take and they take some rules and leave some other ones. So this is an example of just something that the vampire diaries took and ran with. And as you can imagine, it prepares us for some really fun happenings. Yeah, I I can see some some really interesting uh consequences of this coming to be. Yeah. It's a great given circumstance to set up and they have a lot of fun with it as we go. Oh, I love Um, that. So she says, you know what? Why don't you come to the grill with me since you're so hot and sexy? <laughs> and he says that's a direct quote. <laughs> and he says, absolutely, little mama. <laughs> and he says, just don't bleed. Ha ha. Uh, he said, please. Is, he said, you got a band-aid on? Then I'll come. <laughs> this is a question just compared to Twilight. Do these guys eat? Like besides blood? Like they do. Okay. They can. I was just curious because I know they don't really do that at Twilight. Yeah, they at sleep Twilight. and eat and everything. I don't know if they have to, but they like can. But they can. And like, I know on Twilight, they like in Twilight, they like never have to sleep. They can just stand all day. I don't think these vampires are bound by that rule. Yeah, that was a a silly, silly thing. Because we definitely see them wake up in the morning. Okay, so we cut back to the grill where Matt is talking to Bonnie, really looking for some reassurance. And Bonnie basically just saying, you need to talk to her, give her time. Her parents died like. And he said, it's going to work out, Matt. He, he said, but she dumped me. I'm scared to talk to her. And Bonnie's like, well, I don't know what to fucking tell you then. Like, don't ask advice if you're not going to take it. And then the music swells. And by music, I mean, Katy Perry's seminal hit, Thinking of You. And in Walk, Stefan and Elena, not hand in hand, but together. Yeah, d- decidedly together. And it, it does cause quite a stir. Uh, you can see the ripples of it through the grill. Yeah. First of all, Matt is very upset. Bonnie is, you know, I think she's kind of indifferent at the time because she's not really team. Matt Bonnie's like, oh, at this OK, point. It's like whatever Elena wants. Caroline is not pleased to see it because she called dibs to Bonnie. Unfortunately, Bonnie was not the one who she needed to call dibs to. Yeah. And Miss Sweet. Yeah. And I think she should have seen that coming. But it's hard to know when you're when you're Caroline. Mm-hmm. So Stefan sits down with Caroline and Elena and Bonnie and Caroline more power to her she does not give up she is flirting with him at this table you know what you gotta i no one has claimed him yet elena didn't call dibs to her so until she sees or hears otherwise in a lot of teen dramas like every single person is hot they don't feel that pressure in this one a lot of the extras are kind of uggos um and as you mentioned before matt was the hottest guy before um and i think that's true or tyler but caroline wouldn't go for a guy like tyler it seems Pickens are slim when you're as cute as Miss Caroline is. And she can't even go for Matt, who dated Elena. So I would imagine I'd be pretty pissed if my one friend, like I'm that hot and my other friend happens to be super hot and she gets all the hot guys before I can even lay a flag down. So I do feel for Miss Thing. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely feel for her. We get a little this is just one little fun thing to address is that they ask Stefan if he has any siblings and he says none I talk to that is foreshadowing but we'll get there and i'm sorry if i asked someone and they said none i talked to but like, oh so how <laughs> do you have that you don't talk to i'd be like so you do have siblings <laughs> that's like if jordan rogers went on the bachelorette and was like oh i don't have any siblings i talk to and she'd be like okay and then like halfway through it'd be like oh my br- my brother is aaron rogers like he still mentioned it off the top yeah it it is because again it's, yeah if someone yeah. said to me i don't have any siblings i talk to i'd be like well you didn't really answer my question <laughs> like, like do you so have you, any siblings So you do have siblings like this isn't a hard hitting question. It's okay if you just say, oh, I have a brother, but I don't talk to him. Yeah, like, oh, I have a brother, but we're not close. But Stefan's a little dramatic. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you're a vampire for like a long ass time. Yeah, I guess. So Caroline invites Stefan to come to the party at the Falls. I love a party in the woods. I also did not put two and two together that even though the town is called Mystic Falls, there would be falls. I also think this is a good time to mention I had no clue that this was in Virginia. I yes. assumed Mystic, Falls, Mystic Falls, Virginia was in maybe California, maybe the Pacific Northwest. That's Twilight, Twilight supremacy. Really, Twilight really did a number on my ideas of vampires, evidently. Virginia did take me by surprise here. Well, let me tell you, you can visit Mystic Falls. Is it a real town? I'm not sure if it's a real town, but there's definitely sets. I believe it is in Georgia, though. I, I think they shot most of this in Georgia. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I would have because even guessed are over did. Virginia, but. Yeah, but it is technically set in Virginia. So Stefan goes home after he's at the grill and we meet Uncle Zach. Stephanie, thoughts on Uncle Zach? Well, I would like to sit by a fire with that man in that sweater. Um, Oh my God, I wanted to be cuddled with him very badly. I don't know, something about a, a gray pilly turtleneck really did it for me there. It did also take me by surprise that then Zach leads up with like, hey, uncle. And it's like, what the? So Stefan calls him Uncle Zach, but technically he's Zach's uncle because of lineage. It's very confusing. All this to say, Uncle Zach is not pleased because there's news of an animal attack in Mystic Falls. And this is where we get the information that vampire attacks are often um, diagnosed as animal attacks because of the way vampires tear up the bodies. And so Zach immediately blames Stefan for it. But Stefan didn't do it so he says and this is the um the couple from the beginning of the episode so their yes. pictures are on the the newspaper so we know that well we know that a person who was moving unlike a human killed them we assume based on the fact that the show is called the vampire diaries that it is a vampire and we're, I think we're correct in that assumption. I can say, okay, good. I was like, it was it not a vampire? It is. No, I, yeah, it is. I wanted <laughs> to keep it vague, but um, went a little too far there. So <laughs> they're shocked, and then we get a reveal because Stefan goes up to his room. He's clearly, you know, still walking on air from his encounter with Elena. Even though he does have to worry about who's killing people in this town, but then he takes out a picture of it's an old timey picture of clearly Nina Dobrev, and yet at the bottom it says Catherine. Clearly, Stefan has a type and his type is uh, Nina Dobrev, which can't blame the man. Can't blame the man for that. So then we cut to the next day in history class. They're talking about the Battle of Willow Creek, which is a battle in the Civil War. Took place Um, in Mystic Falls. Yeah, took place in Mystic Falls. And Stefan absolutely owns the history teacher who was being rude. Yeah, this history teacher was being an ass uh, to Bonnie. And then he was to Elena. He was like, it's been three months, Elena. You need to know the exact casualties of this battle now. Yeah, he said, I'm not cutting it. Like, I cut you slack last year, but not this year. And we already know it's been four months since her parents died. So by last year, he means probably like maybe half a month in June, he cut her slack. And then he was like, I'm done. Yeah, he said, you had all of summer vacation to get it together. And Grace very astutely pointed out that he had a Confederate flag on his desk. Yeah, like um, a little mini one in his pencil cup. So that man can choke. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my opinion of him. Uh, but Stefan owns him. He comes to Elena's defense and ooh la la. And oh, do the <laughs> kids love it. Oh, my God. They all say, ah, they said, ah, get him. And then we finally go to the party at the Falls, which nothing like a high school party in the woods. Stunning, stunning party. I would have my wedding there. I mean, no doubt. My wedding mm-hmm. to Uncle Zach. So Stefan walks in. He's already brooding. He's got his all black and gray outfit ready to serve. And he does some fancy vampire hearing. And he hears Elena and Bonnie talking about how hot he is. And so that is and Bonnie says, boost. oh, he has romance novel eyes, which, which <laughs> I'm going to good observation. By yeah, she Bonnie. makes a good point. So he's like, OK, I'm going to go over and talk to Elena. Clearly, she's into it. And Caroline. She will not give up. She walks up to him and she says, Hey, the speed that you would drink, the speed with which she walks up, she might as well be a vampire. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. She said, I'm gonna talk to Stefan first. She's like, I'm not letting him get to Elena. Powerful. And then we go back to Bonnie and Elena, and Bonnie's like, I swear to God, I'm psychic. I promise you. They've been joking about this all day. It's very ha ha funny. They're like, Oh, you need a crystal ball. Ha 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 ha. Here's a bottle of beer. Ha 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 ha. And then Bonnie touches it and she her face drops. It immediately stops being funny. Yeah, she's like, this is not a funny joke anymore. And Elena to her credit does read that face and understand it. And she says, hey, what? And Bonnie's like it's so weird. When I touched you I saw a crow. And Elena's had, like, had a big day with crows today, so that doesn't go unnoticed by her. So she's like, damn, is this bitch really psychic? But she quickly forgets because Stefan comes and, uh gets his flirt on and they walk off alone bonding over the death of their parents a a classic bonding point Mm -hmm. because as far as elena knows stefan has no family which you know it's true that his parents are dead they didn't like just die uh but they're dead and she reveals that the way her parents died is they drove off a bridge and she was in the back seat and they were in a river and the parents didn't get out but she did into a lake I didn't know if it was a river or lake. I went for it. And that her parents couldn't get out, but she could. So what's horrible your impression of that? Horrible way for your parents to die. Like, it's it's bad that your parents die. And I made a couple jokes because Elena just kept saying it. Making sure we didn't forget that. But that is just a horrible way for your parents to die. So- also, And the survivor's this... guilt associated with that. Oh, yeah. That, I can't imagine anything worse. I think she should really let her brother smoke some weed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know her brother wasn't have in the some car. Weed. Yeah, she could- She could benefit from that. Uh, That is a horrible way. I mean, that's a horrible way for them to die. There's no getting around that. I will say what freaked me out is as she was telling this, they were like walking on this bridge. I know. I would never be on a bridge again. Felt like weird blocking. Yeah. And I will say, I think it's pretty suspicious that her parents could not get out of the car and she could. And I'm going to think, I'm thinking one of the vampires saved her. I I don't know who. Um, I don't know how. (laughs) I don't know how. I assume they can swim, but I I wouldn't be shocked if they somehow couldn't. But I, I think someone, someone did that. I'm not convinced who yet. I'm really not sold that it's Stefan. Although it could have been, but I, I do think she had some help getting out of that car. I think that's an interesting suspicion. Now we cut to Vicky and Tyler making out in the woods and it's all fun and games until Vicky's like, Hey, like no. And of course Tyler as predicted is awful and doesn't take no for an answer. Luckily Jeremy is lurking nearby And vampire like, that's all you're going to say. And he saves her. And she is immediately ungrateful. (laughs) She is mad at him. Yeah. Um, She's like, how dare you? Like, I could take care of myself. And he's like, why do you even like that guy? He's awful. And she says, and I quote, you're worse. You want to talk to me. (laughs) Can you imagine being such a dweeb that a girl's like, yes, that guy attempted to rape me. But you're worse. Yeah, that was a real tough blow to Jeremy. Um, Jeremy's ego, which has already taken blow after blow this episode. Poor Jeremy. Again, let that boy smoke his weed. I, I really think he deserves it. But I do understand 2009. We were not quite as far along on weed as we are these days. Exactly. But you know, Vicky's in high school. She's trying to, to date a, a cool guy. I, no shame. No shame for her. Yeah. Um, no disrespect and it's, to not. It's Vicky. about to be a very rough night for her as well. So it kind of evens out. <laughs> So now we go back to our happy storyline, which is Stefan and Elena on the bridge. And they're kind of talking about her history with Matt, which we kind of have an understanding about that. Basically, they were kids, they grew up together, they started dating. And then it just kind of fizzled when her parents died. And they say it wasn't passionate. And Stefan repeats, it wasn't passionate with his romance novel eyes. And I'm in. I will say one of the the moments there that I thought was hysterical and why I brought up Bonnie saying he has romance novel eyes was that this scene starts with him being like, I like Bonnie. And it's like, well, I wonder why. She just fucking complimented you, you. She's been talking you up to Elena all night. She's on your side. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I like her. You should listen to her. And then, you know, we're having a lot of fun, but now Vicky's in the woods stewing about how one guy wants to rape her and another guy wants to talk to her. And And there is fog, the fog, so much fog, which it's less weird because she is in the woods at night. So some fog is to be expected. But as with the other scenes, it picks up like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it is just a little much. And we see a creepy shadow of a mystery man. Or at this point, he's a mystery man and she's attacked. And then we cut to black. Just like that, after uh, our symbolic commercial break, we're back at the party and Matt is already suspicious of Stefan and Elena. And he kind of confronts Elena about it. And he's like, hey, I noticed you're like talking to Stefan. I kind of thought that like we were just going on a break while you dealt with your parents death. And he's like, you know, I still believe in us. And she's like, oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, and this conversation comes right after her conversation with Stefan, where they're like, there was no passion. There was no passion. There was no passion. Well, they are just shooting lightning bolts between their eyes. So it's pretty hard to go from that to then talking to Matt and being like, he's being like, that's good. Like, no, yeah, buddy, I don't want to kiss you right now. It just (laughs) is how different the sexual tension is in these two situations is just miles. But while Matt has uh, Elena trapped, Caroline, once again, she seizes her opportunity and she tries to hit on Stefan again. She's like, you want to go see the falls? They're really pretty. And he says, I think you've had too much to drink. And she says, of course I have. She said, you have- She said, yeah, I'm easy. She said, yeah, I'm a slutty bitch who loves alcohol. Take me to the falls, baby. And he in kind of honestly, if you're asking me an impolite way is basically like it's not going to happen, bitch. Yeah. I mean, he's like, Caroline, it's never happening with us. And it's like, I mean, and if I were Caroline, I'd be like, I wasn't even flirting with you dumbass, which obviously would not work. But that would be my first instinct after really being slapped across the face with that. Yeah. I feel like he could have handled it better. And, you know, I guess in his defense, Caroline has been laying it on kind of thick, but he should have just been like, you know what? I think you and I are going to be really good friends. You're so funny, Caroline. Anyway, like, that is so Elena? funny. You're like, I can already tell you're like a sister to me. I can imagine, though, that it's pretty difficult to have that kind of tact and patience when you've been alive for like 100 plus years. And you're surviving and you're in on high squirrel school. Blood. Yeah. And surviving on squirrel blood and you're in high school. I mean, I would be pretty fed up talking to someone I didn't want to talk to also. Yeah, I just feel like he could have, whatever. I don't know what the social graces he knows are. I don't know how many times he's been to high school, but he could have just been like, do you think Elena's ready to date again? Yeah, just change the subject. Just keep talking about Elena. So Stefan saunters over to Elena after hurting her best friend's feelings and tries to flirt. And immediately, drunk Jeremy runs into the woods and Elena chases after him, but she tells Stefan not to come. And she's yelling at him for being drunk. And he, unfortunately, trips over Vicky's body. (laughs) With blood just coming out her neck, which is not a fun sight to see. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, if I saw someone in the woods with blood coming out of their neck, I guess I wouldn't immediately assume vampire, but I would be like, that's I would weird. be, I would be like, that's, oh, haha. Like, what if it was a vampire? Like, that would be a quick joke. I don't think I would fully believe it. I mean, they are in their woods, like, mm-hmm. something could have bit. And I don't know what kind of animals are in Virginia wolves. I Why not? Wolves. It's the I mean, it's the woods. Wood it's the animals. woods. Who knows what it is? But Indeed. yeah, I, but I would be like, LOL. What if it was a vampire? Yeah, especially and no one because seems to even touch that. Well, I mean, they no one assumes vampires exist. I guess and no one it's wants all, to I make a all- joke when a girl's neck is bleeding out on the yeah. Forest so floor. <laughs> so immediately Elena jumps into action and grabs Matt and Tyler, and they're kind of calling an ambulance. They're looking at her, and Matt looks up to see Stefan looking shocked and scared and then running away and matt smartly clocks this yeah he's like that's weird to run away when we're saving this girl that that doesn't bode well for what he knows about this but so the reason Stefan runs home he goes straight home to zach and says someone was attacked tonight i know it wasn't me i think it's the same as that last person and he goes upstairs and a and crow, we see flies, another right crow. flies right in the door. And as we've come to expect, a crow is a harbinger for this shadowy figure. But this time we see who this shadowy figure is. And it is none other than Ian Somerhalder, a.k.a. Damon Salvatore. And he does not look as cute as I expected. It was the exact opposite experience of seeing Stefan. Something about his face was a little long in this episode, and I'm sure I'll warm up to it because I I do think he's attractive. I came into this show thinking he was hotter than Stefan, but it just kind of threw me for a loop that they they both had starkly different entrances to me. Yes. He walks in and immediately he's, what's the word? Antagonistic 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 is a better word i'll say too this also shocked me because before i watched this i really thought stefan was going to be the mean one and damon was going to be the nice one that's so fascinating to me like i I was convinced that i think because i do know which one elena ends up with so i just assumed Uh, so it was kind of weird to see the opposites of that that's so funny to me because i also knew which one elena ended up with and i thought stefan was the good one still Maybe it's just because Damon has darker hair. I was like evil. I think it's the eyebrows on Paul Wesley that felt like really broody. Like he just looks a little more evil face wise than Damon, even though obviously that's not the case. So immediately there's some tension between the two of them. Uh, It comes up. They haven't seen each other in 15 years. And Stefan lets Damon know that he left Vicky alive. And Damon doesn't seem shocked by this. In fact, he says, that's a problem for you. (laughs) powerful move is pretty funny because it really is Stefan's problem because you would think that if you've been a vampire for a long enough time you know how to make sure someone's dead yeah so obviously it was purposeful to mess with Stefan Stefan also comments I want to mention this that the crow was a bit much and I have to agree with his um and and then Damon hits back with uh you should see what I can do with fog to which I would say also a bit much yeah maybe (laughs) cool it buddy (laughs) Um, Damon (laughs) said, you should see me go way overboard with the fog. Yeah, you're being a little obvious, (laughs) which I guess is kind of his move. He kind of wants to be a dick. And Damon immediately notices, you know, in his spying on everything. And this is when we kind of connect the dots that Damon was the one following her at the cemetery earlier. Damon was the one who attacked the people at the beginning of the episode. So Damon immediately comments like that Elena girl looks a lot like Catherine. And Stefan says, (laughs) I would love to ask, what do you think, knowing what we know, what do you think about Catherine? I will say, as someone who watched a lot of Team Dramas live, I do have vague memories of the commercials for the Vampire Diaries. And so I do know Catherine somehow shows up, also played by Elena. And for some reason, the impression I have in my head is that she's somewhat evil. Okay. And she, like, fucks up Elena's life, which would be fair. My first thought was, like, oh, is this, like, Stefan's wife that died or some shit? So I think both of those are possibilities. I'm not really sure either way, but I do I do think she shows up in the show at some point. Interesting enough, just thinking. So then we cut back to back in the woods where Vicky is being taken away in an ambulance and Bonnie is concerned because the psychic thing, again, it's not funny anymore. Um, and she says to Elena, I have a feeling this is just the beginning, which well, what's funny about that is Bonnie said, you know, I was just kidding. I don't think I'm psychic, but- I don't I feel like this is just the beginning of this, which we had to be like, I'm not psychic, but I I do have a little psychic feeling and it's not good. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, Bonnie, it is just the beginning. It's season one, episode one, baby. Yeah. Astute observation as a character and a pilot of a TV show, which obviously you do not know. But (laughs) so we go back to the Salvatore mansion. So Stefan and Damon are still arguing, basically saying, hey, Elena's pretty much like Catherine. And Damon says, we all know how that ended. Now we as the audience do not, but the boys do. Damon makes a comment that Stefan eats squirrels and not humans because he's a good vampire. But unfortunately, that also makes him weak. So Stefan and Damon have a fight and Damon just pounds the hell out of Stefan. Yeah, it is not close. And to be fair, I wouldn't expect it to be close. Human versus squirrel, that's a big difference in food source. Like one human for like 30 squirrels if he eats 30 squirrels a day, like there is not going to be any squirrels left. Exactly. Eating squirrels is just a plain bad idea. But what else like can he do? If you live in Virginia, there have to be like deer or something. you can. Well, eat. I, yeah, I'm sure he eats other animals, too. But squirrels are just, you know, the funniest for Damon's particular point. True. And they're probably more plentiful. Exactly. And I guess it's harder to notice a dead squirrel than it is a dead deer. Like you can bury a squirrel pretty fast. But I guess, you know, if you're a vampire... You can bury a deer pretty fast. Yeah, you ran into the woods. But whatever, you know, Stefan's kind of a murderer. Yeah, um, he's clearly he's clearly like I'm a good vampire. Yeah, he's he's like I'm a good vampire, and Damon, you're a bad one. He says everywhere you go, people die, and Damon basically says no duh. He says uh, I'm a vampire. Why do you and? think I move a lot? Like yeah. He's like, that's why I don't stay in one city very much. That's why I didn't come back to the city where the mansion is named after our last name. Exactly. (laughs) And then Damon says, Oh, where's your ring, Stefan? The ring we noticed earlier, which now we know has much more serious purpose. They wear it so they can walk in the sun. Oh see. They didn't say that specifically. He said, uh, the sun's coming up soon, ashes to ashes. So So that does imply that that ring has some power. Yeah. So what do you assume the ring is for? I mean, I assume if- the sun shines on him, he's going to turn to ash. So I guess Great. that gets around the like vampire sleeping in a coffin during the day kind of situation. The very classic Dracula motif. Exactly. So they leave this conversation pretty badly. Uh, Stefan beat up and they are not on good terms. That is that <laughs> astute observation. Good so nutshelling. We- shelling. <laughs> Can we say astute observation a lot? <laughs> yeah. Um, good nutshelling. So then we cut to our other... Another pair of siblings, uh, Elena and Jeremy, and they're still in the woods, like waiting to go to the hospital to see Vicky. And Jeremy's having a beer while they wait for their Aunt Jenna to pick them up. And Elena is being such a bitch about it. <laughs> She's like, the cops are over there. Like, the cops are dealing with a girl who just got her neck wrecked. Like, I think he can have a beer. I really don't think they're concerned about it at the moment. Yeah, it's like, buddy, let your brother have a beer. And then she's like, you know, people are going to stop giving you breaks. You need to move on. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're the one who goes to the cemetery every day, you crying bitch. Did I see you in the, exactly the- read in your diary, you fucking Dumbass. ass and then we see caroline and bonnie at the grill waiting for news about vicky and caroline makes it about her queen and is basically like why the hell is stefan not into me and elena gets all the guys to which bonnie says i'm not touching that which <laughs> now that's a good friend <laughs> she, she said, said oh that is not that is a trap caroline said am i not like why don't guys want me and she said I'm not touching that, which means she has an answer, which, <laughs> which is- means you do not want to hear it, sweetie. Yeah. So Caroline's like, everyone picks Elena and Bonnie's like, oh, it's not a competition, which of course, as anyone knows, yes, it absolutely is. And I'm sorry, <laughs> when you're as hot as Caroline is like, and you're still not getting picked, that's fucked up. Boys not picking me in high school. Okay, that's fine. fine. All respect. But if someone's not picking Caroline, that's just mean. That's just, they <laughs> are you blind? Yeah literally. So then we cut to finally, we see what Vicky's doing at the hospital. She's alive. She's got a big bandage on her neck and Matt's there because he's her brother. And she wakes up and he's like, Oh my God, great to see you. And Vicky says one incredible word. Vampire. Vampire. (laughs) Which you got to hand it to her for snitching so fast. And to be able to be like a fucking vampire bit me and not have been like, well, it kind of seemed like a vampire, but there's no way. There's no way, you know, doing that whole little talk through that people do in supernatural shows. She said, yeah. oh no, that was a vampire. Yeah, she said, I'm well aware what bit me and it was a vampire. And Matt <laughs> says, it's gotta be Stefan. <laughs> yeah, and Matt is already suspicious of Stefan, who's new in town. I mean, Matt has the exact right suspicion. If Although, only he knew Damon existed. I'll say again, if someone if someone said, lined I got up- bitten by a vampire, it's somebody in this town. Even with Stefan being new, I'd be like, it's got to be Jamie. It's got to be that guy. It's got to be pale face over there. <laughs> it's got to be pale face Pete Wentz head ass. Yeah. And then we go into my favorite genre of a TV pilot, which is the final like underscored montage of what everyone's up to and kind of what we can expect in the next episode. So they're playing that song that goes like, you can never say never. So and it then It wouldn't goes, be a 2000s pilot without some fray. In it. I think the band is called The Fray. Well, okay, but you understood what I meant. I that, got it, some no. of The Fray. Okay, and the song—the most famous part of the song—is the part that goes, "Don't let me go." So, as we're hearing that song, which I'll play under this segment, <laughs> we see Elena writing in her diary, Stefan looking at the one photo of Catherine he has longingly, Jeremy being sad. Damon and Caroline making eyes at each other and the music fades out. What do you think about Damon and Caroline making eyes at each other? I mean, Damon is it's just so rough for Caroline because she is at a very vulnerable point. And Damon says, "Ooh, time for me to show up. And he's just sitting at this table with far too good of posture for this restaurant, I'll say, looking a little creepy. But Caroline's like, well, he's better looking than Matt. So, yeah, she's like, this is now the second hottest guy in town. Second only to Stefan, who basically said, pack it up, sweetheart, (laughs) pack it up, Blondie. They're making eyes at each other. And that kind of gives us what we can expect from these characters going forward. But to close it all out, Stefan's back at Elena's house and he's on the porch. They have an emotional talk. It's been a hard day. And at the end of it, Elena invites him in. And that's where we end the episode. And Stefan says, thank the fucking Lord. So she says, do you want to come in? And he says, hell yeah. He says, mm-hmm. so that's the end of the pilot. So first question, Stephanie, if you watched this episode by yourself, would you want to watch episode two? I think I would. I, I'm drawn in by, at the minimum, Bonnie and Caroline and Stefan. I, I do think he is very cute. And I love a, a tortured vampire soul who like doesn't want to kill people. Very Edward Cullen- I think it's a a classic type of vampire to go with. I I do love seeing kind of how I'm really excited to see how it goes from here. Great. So since it's the end of the pilot, we've got a whole series ahead of us. I've seen the show. I want to ask you some questions about what you think the show is going to be like as we watch. Yeah, we've got eight seasons. I know um, it's all 22 episodes except season eight, which is 16 episodes. So it's a lot of TV. It's a lot of vampire diaries. So first and foremost, which characters do you think you will love? I know I'm going to love Bonnie. I said it earlier in this this podcast as well. I think she's my current favorite and I really don't foresee that changing. Something might happen. I do love Caroline at the moment, although I vaguely remember her from some from some commercials. So I'm not 100% sure where her character is going to go. I'm not sold on Elena yet. I think she's, you know, she's a protagonist. She's not the most exciting character, but. The Bella Swan of our story. The Bella Swan. And, and there's a lot of use to that. I think Jeremy's gonna be a cutie both before and after he inevitably becomes a vampire. And I think those are really the main ones. I'm excited to see where they go with, with little Miss Vicky because I think it's gonna be hard for her to not be a vampire after that bite. I don't know about bites and all that yet, but I think she's gonna be fun. Those are my first. I, I do like Stefan and I'm excited to see him and Damon's relationship because I think eventually they're gonna become kind of close. I don't think that's a crazy thought. I'm just really excited for all of it. Fair enough. Who do you think you're gonna hate? Oh. And to be fair, I want to make it clear to everyone listening, Stephanie doesn't know how many of these characters make it, like, how how long anyone stays on the show, who we're going to be with for all eight seasons and who we're going to be with for less. So who do you think you're going to hate? I don't have any attachment to Matt. Fair, I don't like him. I would not care if he died in episode two at this point. I think that's really the main one. I'm not sold on Miss Aunt Jenna yet either. I, I hear you and i think it's going to be hard for this supernatural situation and i know it's going to be hard for her to stick with a, an aunt my second question is who do you think is going to date each other okay as a teen drama you know there's romance i this is a great question i mean i know damon and elena will date oh and i guess a sub question of this you can talk about it all is who do you think is going to date each other and who do you think is going to be like the final couples we have okay that's a great question so I know, obviously, Stefan and Elena are going to have this moment, but I do know Damon and Elena are like a final couple. I, I know that about the show. I think Caroline and Stefan are like a main couple as well, Interesting. in my understanding. I might be thinking that wrong. Again, I'm going off vague memories of commercials from the show for a lot That's of so questions. funny. I have no memories of commercials, so I'm interested that you do. I have like, I just recognize the names Caroline, Elena, and Catherine. And I think Fair. Caroline has a doppelganger at some point, which is also my move from the commercials. But that's neither here nor there. I have no idea who Bonnie's going to date. I hope it's not Matt, now that I've just shit on Matt. Those are really the only strong no. opinions I have. I the can't, only couples you can think about? I can't imagine, no offense to Jeremy, him being like a main couple, in a main couple. He just doesn't seem to have the stir power that that would take, but I could be proven wrong. Interesting. Interesting. So now- Which characters do you think are going to live and or die? You can talk about both. And obviously it's a supernatural show. Some people may die and not be fully dead, but some people will be fully dead when they die. So who do you think is going to live and die overall? I'm going to guess Ty is going to die at some point, um, unless he has a very major redemption arc. I think he's going to be an easy one to kill off. And I, you know, it's a supernatural show. You have to kill off a good percentage of people and you can't kill off all favorites. Mm -hmm. So he's an easy one. I do think there's a chance Jeremy will die. Uh, I think that would be rude to Elena who lost her parents, but I I could see that happening. Or if, I mean, I am convinced Jeremy's going to be a a vampire, but if somehow werewolves are involved, I could also see him becoming a werewolf. I obviously know about the main death at the end of the series. And I know Elena goes into a hibernation of sorts, but those are really, I think there are going to be a lot more characters coming in. That's true. That will have more death and stuff. Yeah, we meet a lot of characters over the In this like original group of high schoolers. Tyler's your big prediction. Tyler's my big prediction. I'm guessing Matt will be up and down. I'm guessing (laughs) he's one of the ones that will die and come back and die and come back. That's my, I think of all the characters, he's the most likely to have that situation. Interesting, interesting. My final question, who do you think is going to be a supernatural character by the end of the show? And what kind of character, like what kind of creature? If you have that prediction. Of all the people we met in this episode. I I feel like pretty much all of them are going to be supernatural. I know Elena's going to become a vampire. I'm standing by that Jeremy's going to become a vampire. I think Caroline does. I know Bonnie's a witch. I could see Matt becoming like a werewolf or uh, I really can only think of like vampires and werewolves. I feel like there must be, I wish there were like fairies or something. Yeah. Um, So do you think anyone is going to end this show a human? I'm saying no. I I think that's, hey, that's a good guess. We'll see how it pans out. That's my thought. Well, I'm excited to watch the rest of this show with you. I think we're going to be in for quite a wild ride and I'm very excited for when you've watched this sh- all of this show to come back and hear these predictions you had. Yeah, because as as strongly as I believe them now, I'm sure minimum half of them are wrong. I mean, but I love the confidence with which you believe them and I will say some of them are spot on. I'm not going to tell you which ones. Obviously, some of them are dead wrong and some are spot on. So, I'm excited for you to see how they how they manifest. The only one I'll be disappointed in if it's wrong is if Jeremy doesn't become a vampire because that is one I felt so strongly in my heart. But I'm wrong oh, a lot. So it doesn't only really time- my feelings. <laughs> only time will tell. And that brings us to the end of the pilot. And if you could not, if this was not enough for you, check out our Patreon where we will be watching the shows and giving live commentary. You can do your own Netflix with us and see what, what we said in real time what got left out of the podcast but for now goodbye brother goodbye brother